Welcome to Berry Aftercare, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Connie Stapleton. This is episode 40. Fear of failure, fear of success. Hmm, many people who have bariatric surgery carry a fear of failure into the procedure with them. This fear of failure may be readily acknowledged by the person, or it could be a subconscious thought lingering from past experiences with weight regain. Well, here's the truth. If ever there was a truth, human beings are not failures. So if you've ever said, I'm such a failure, please reconsider. A human being may have setbacks or make mistakes in life, but setbacks and mistakes are events surrounding situations. Human beings, on the other hand, are incredibly resilient, miraculous beings. And as such, we can reframe what we label as a failure into ways to learn and grow. Sure, it does make sense. If you've experienced weight regain following previous times when you've lost weight, that there would be some fear of regain. Regain, however, does not equal failure. Listen in and learn more about how to avoid thinking of yourself or weight regain as a failure and learn to set yourself up to continue putting forth effort even when you experience a setback. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Barry Aftercare. Whether you're listening on the podcast or if you're listening on a video, I want to welcome you and I want to thank you for being part of Barry Aftercare. Listen, wherever you're at in this journey of weight loss surgery, I'm excited for you. And if you are prior to having your surgery, I am just super thrilled and applaud you for taking the time and interest in learning everything you can about what to expect in this journey. And if you've already had surgery, you absolutely need to, to need to be applauded because you continue to look into information into how to deal with this as best you possibly can. You know, this is a wonderful journey, but it's not without its struggles because life is a journey. And of course there are struggles, but with the help of other people, people who have been down the road, people who work in this field, which is one of the things that I do, is work in the field of bariatrics and have for the past, I don't know, 16, 17, 18 years, I've lost track. But I want to help make this journey, if I can, a little bit easier for you. So today and on Thursday, I'm going to be talking about something people talk, talk to me about on a regular basis, which is the fear of success and the fear of failure. So how are these things the same and how are these things different? How could the fear of success be anything like the fear of failure? Is it? Is it not? Well, we'll discuss that today and on Thursday. I don't know how far we'll get in the discussion today, 
But if you are listening to this on podcast, I would really encourage you to join Barry Aftercare so you can hear Thursday's discussion as well. And when you join Barry Aftercare, you get all kinds of discounts like a discount on my upcoming class, Gain While You Lose, which is online, starts in mid-September, and you get a reduced rate to the um, retreats that I do. And we have two of them coming up the first two weekends in September. They'll be held again next year. So start thinking about that now. Well, let's get on to fear of success. Like, why would you be afraid to be successful? You're having this surgery. You're finally going to get that weight off. It's been a struggle for however long, too long. And the surgery is going to give you success in terms of getting that stubborn weight off. And for that, I am thrilled for you because living as an overweight person in this society is so filled with cruelty and unfairness and all kinds of disadvantages. So getting that weight off is a is a an opportunity to reboot in many ways, not just your metabolism, not just your your physical body, but also your relationship with food. Because without doing that, without changing the relationship with food, then you might do what a lot of people swear they will never do. And none of us want to see anybody do this, but they end up with regain. Well, as a psychologist, I know there are many, many reasons for that. And one of them may be, believe it or not, Fearing success, fearing failure. Let's start with the easier one, which is fearing failure, because we all know what that's about, right? If you fail after weight loss surgery, then a lot of people think, well, what's next? You know, that was my last chance. There's no hope now. That isn't true for one thing, but we want to be careful of even having that mindset, fearing failure. Now, it makes perfect sense to me why a lot of people would have that in the back of their mind or maybe in the front of your mind. Because let's face it, because the disease of obesity is so, 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 so very complicated, a lot of people have lost weight in the past only to regain it prior to having surgery. And that is the last thing they consciously want after they have weight loss surgery. The last thing anybody wants is to regain weight. And yet, you know that it happens. So so in the back of some people's minds going into this process, there is absolutely a fear of failure. But I want you to think about what the term failure means to you. I mean, does it mean, I I don't know what it means. What does it mean to you? Because a lot of people will say things like, Oh, I really blew, I blew it today with food. I'm a failure. Well, having a day where you don't stick to your food plan doesn't really equal a failure, right? Because it's an event. That's an event. That's a day. You know, you are a human being. You are not a failure. So one of the things we have to do is to change our idea of what failure means and think about yourself as a human being and separate those two things. But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself and I want to talk about failure and our beliefs about it. And remember, our beliefs about anything from 
you know, what colors you like to, uh, what clothing styles you appreciate to what kind of artwork you like to what movies you like to, you know, all the way down to body size. It's all a matter of how you think, right? Most of our opinions and our definitions of what's good or not good, or, you know, think politics, think religion. Oh my God, people have huge, huge ideas of right and wrong. But all of these things are really based on the way we're thinking about things, right? Because you could listen to one person talk about, I'm going to try to think of something neutral, right? Why tall trees in Georgia are wonderful, where another person might think, oh my gosh, those tall trees in Georgia are just so suffocating. I just can't stand feeling so small in relation to those trees. It's how you're thinking about it, right? So in terms of what is a failure, we got to think about what are our beliefs regarding failure, right? What is a failure? And I want to give you some, some thoughts about how to change the beliefs that are shaping your thoughts. Because our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, they're all tied up together. So if you have a bad day with food and you're thinking, I'm such a failure, those thoughts are going to lead to feeling pretty miserable, right? You're going to feel sad and discouraged and unhappy. And then what are you likely to do? Your thoughts and your feelings lead to your behaviors. You're likely to go overeat because that, for a lot of people, has been what's comforted you in the past. So we really need to think about how we're defining failure and about how you can change your thoughts that shape that. So let me just give you an idea here. Like if we say, well, I might as well give up, you know, this is ridiculous. There's no hope. Is that really true? Or is that something you've said so often? that you've kind of come to use that as, you know, a second nature thought, you know, I'm a failure. Why bother? That is not going to help you, right? We have a lot of thoughts every day, like hundreds of thousands of thoughts every single day. So what if most of your thoughts are negative or what if your default thought is failure? You know, that's only going to lead to discouragement Um, not being willing to put in as much effort to try. It's going to lead to unpleasant behavior on your part, not just with food, but how you treat other people. Because if you're going to be down on yourself, you're going to be not fun to be around. You're going to be kind of grumpy, right? Think about Thomas Edison, the dude who invented the light bulbs. How many times do you think he tried? (laughs) I'll bet he didn't get that light going the first try. And there's an, a quote from him that says, I haven't failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Well, maybe you found 10,000 ways that won't work to keep your weight off. But as long as you keep putting forth effort and say, well, that didn't work. Let me try something else. Then there's hope, right? But if you are saying, oh my God, I failed. If Thomas Edison had said he had failed, we probably Well, hopefully somebody else would have invented the light bulb by now, but you get what I'm saying, right? You see these memes online all the time and they're very true. And we read them and we think, yeah, yeah, that's so true. But do we apply them to 
to ourselves and we internalize the message, right? You know, you say, oh, you try, you fail, you try, you fail. And then the meme goes on to say the real failure is when you stop trying. And that's absolutely the case. So as long as you keep putting one foot in front of the other and put effort into improving yourself, whatever the situation may be, whether it's your education or your attitude or weight loss and weight maintenance, as long as you're putting forth effort, you are not a failure, right? And you as a human being are never a failure, but you haven't failed in your attempts as long as you consistently put effort into making progress. All right. So if you can really separate you, the human being from you, the human being as even possibly being a failure, would you ever think of your children or your best friend or someone you love and care about deeply in terms of being a failure? If a friend came to you and said, Oh my God, I'm such a failure. Why do I even try? Hopefully you would use empathy and talk to that person and remind them of all the things you love about them, the characteristics you love, the things they offer you and other people. And the bottom line would be you are a human being with strengths and weaknesses, just like everybody else, but you are certainly not a failure. But until you can adapt that and adopt that into how you believe about yourself, that it's going to be really tough, you know, for other people to believe you when you're talking to them and for you to continue to make effort. So even if you regain every pound you ever lost, whether it was with or without surgery, there is still hope as long as you are willing to get whatever the help you need is to continue to put forth effort. So human beings are not failures. If we can learn from something, then there's a success. So every time you have a rotten day with food or you go off your food plan, rather than saying, I'm such a failure, maybe try, what can I learn from this? In fact, in the world of addiction and recovery, when somebody falls off the wagon or has a relapse, they use the experience and backtrack and say, what was going on before I used? Because the using is not the relapse. The using starts way before that. And it usually starts with thoughts. Same with food. If you give in to unhealthy foods or trigger foods, or if you you know, go off your food plan for the day. It's not, you are not a failure. Something happened along the way where your thoughts started to become negative or your emotions got really big and you thought I can turn to food. It makes me feel better every time. Now, at some point along that path, you could have intervened and called a friend or gotten a journal and written something out. You could have gone outside and pulled weeds. You could have done a lot of different things. But if you take the time to process what you were thinking, how you were feeling prior to the relapse with food, you can learn from it. That makes that opportunity that what you're perceiving as a failure, a success, because you've learned something from it. And hopefully 
Hopefully that will help you the next time you're in a similar situation. You're like, oof, I don't want to end up where I ended up last time because I felt really miserable. So I can take what I learned. Now, as human beings, <laughs> sometimes we have to learn this lesson a lot, a lot, a lot of times. And I can tell you that especially in close relationships, like my relationship with my husband, we have a pattern where sometimes we get into arguments that could have been prevented by what we learned from the the prior hundred arguments, right? And yet in the moment, we don't apply it. But as long as we continue to talk about it afterwards and, you know, restate our commitment and work through it and can stay, take a step in a more positive direction, then that is a success, right? A failure only happens when you quit putting forth effort or when you quit believing that there is any hope. All right. So, you know, the truth is also that when you fear failure, it's likely to lead you to failure. I've talked about this in some prior episodes. And although the scientific research about our thoughts leading to behaviors is not exact, (laughs) there are so many people, and I happen to be one of them, that If we think about something and we think about it, it's on our minds a lot. Like if it's the most dominant thought, right? Fear of failure, fear of failure, fear of failure. If that's what you think about or it's it's in your mind, like running on a, you know, constant reel and playing over in your mind somewhere, I'm thinking you're more likely to lead yourself into failure. Rather, I would... I would hope you would choose a mantra like, I choose health, I choose health, I choose health, I choose health. Because by having I choose health run through your mind, you're more likely to behave along the lines of health. So I'm going to park farther from the store. I'm going to be more likely to eat less sugar. I'm going to be more likely to say no to the soda. I'm going to be more likely to say yes to the vegetables. I'm going to stick to protein first, protein first, protein first, because I choose health. I choose health. I choose health. It's kind of like if you cowering under that constant thought or perceived threat of failure, it's almost like you're walking around terrified in the world. Walk around with an attitude of confidence. I choose health. Let that be your guiding force and move toward it. You know, the only failure, again, I repeat, is when you completely give up. So let's not let that be an option. So when we fear failure, there's something else I want you to think about. And if you've been listening to the podcast from the beginning, you'll know that we talk about or that I've talked a lot about people carrying shame. And it's it's most people, most people carry a sense of shame related to something. But if you've struggled with weight all your life and you've been made fun of about that, or even for a portion of your life, or if you walk into a room and you're automatically feeling ashamed yourself, right? It's really 
hard to open yourself up to doing something where there's a potential for what you might call failure. So when somebody launches or embarks on a a new weight loss journey, but their history says, I've regained every time, I've regained every time, I've regained every time, there's a little bit of apprehension. So it's not surprising that there might be this lurking fear of failure. But taking a deep breath and setting yourself up to deal with that, meaning you have people you can talk to about it. Maybe you're in therapy. Maybe you're talking to a best friend. Maybe you're journaling. Talk about the fear because it's happened in the past, maybe. But set yourself up to do things differently so that you have more support to overcome the hurdles that set you back in the past. I didn't say that led you to failure. I said that set you back because you are clearly continuing to put forth effort, which means you know, you know that you can climb this mountain. You know, you can be that little engine that could. Now, so it makes sense that you might have fear because in the past, maybe you've told everybody I'm losing weight and you've lost weight and then you gained it back. And then you do feel that sense of shame, that sense of, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed or, you know, why did I even try? Or, you know, those things happen, those things come in. So it makes sense that we fear failure because we want to do anything we possibly can to avoid experience that shame that comes from having regained in the past. So I understand And it makes perfect sense that going into the process of having weight loss surgery, you might carry along with you a shadow of that fear of failure, which could be about, I don't ever want to feel that sense of shame again that I felt in the past when I've lost weight and regained it. So it's there. It's probably there for most people that fear of, oh God, what if this doesn't work? What if this doesn't work? Here's the reality though. And I want you to set this in stone because if you have weight loss surgery and you lose the weight and you do everything that you can do to get the help that you need to stay on track with your healthy eating behaviors, and stay in touch with your doctors to address metabolic issues and diabetes and insulin resistance and PCOS and any other um, medical conditions you might have related to your weight, chances are very good that you will keep the majority of that weight off after weight loss surgery. So the idea here is to set yourself up for success. Here's where people stumble. A, it's how they're thinking. B, it's not setting themselves up and getting the support they need to stay in the lane of doing all the things you've got to do to maintain the weight. So your job is to A, change your definition of failure from me personally, human being, ever being a failure to having some setbacks having some setbacks, knowing that setbacks can be addressed, can 
be overcome if you're willing to get the help you need to overcome them. Quit thinking you can do this alone. The last couple of videos were nobody can do this for you, but you can't do it alone. Life is hard enough, right? We need all the support and help that we can get emotionally, physically, in the realm of weight loss, nutritionally, and from the physicians and the nutritionists and the exercise physiologists and the psychologists, and you know, get the help you need to set yourself up so you don't have to feel the shame of what you've called failure in the past, which is really just a setback. Wow. So that took quite a while. We haven't even talked about fear of success, which is a really important topic. So I'm going to wrap up today because we don't want these podcasts to get too long. Everybody's busy, but I appreciate you listening to the podcast. I super appreciate you letting other people know about the podcast because this doesn't apply just to weight. The things I talk about in all of these podcasts apply to so many areas of life. So Pass them on, even to friends who don't have weight issues or aren't struggling with that, right? But maybe struggling with their career or their relationships or their parenting or whatever, because life is life. We all have areas where we fear feeling like we're a failure, which we are not because we are a human being. We are a human being and human beings are not failures. Human beings experience setbacks and they can overcome them if they're willing to put forth the effort. So work on your thinking, change that stinking thinking, make your mantra, I choose health, then let your behavior fall in line with that mantra. I choose health. Set yourself up for success by getting the help you need, setting up the people and the places and and the help that you need to be a success. And then listen in on Thursday because there may be a chance you fear success. Oh my goodness. All right. So on Thursday, we will begin right here talking about the fear of success. Thanks for joining me, you guys. And uh, gosh, you know, check out Gain While You Lose. I love that class. It'll be beginning September 14th or 15th. I don't know. I'm also starting group therapy. I think the 14th, or maybe that's the 15th. One day after each other, those two things are starting. Gain while you lose and group therapy for people who've had weight loss surgery or are planning to. So check those things out. Go to www.conniestapletonphd.com and I will see you next time. In the meantime, remember this. As always, your health is your responsibility this day and every day. Make it a great one. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Very Aftercare, the podcast. The information shared on this podcast is considered psychoeducation and does not constitute therapy or a therapeutic relationship. Be sure to check out all the great information I provide, much of it free, by visiting my website at www.conniestapletonphd.com. Be sure to leave your positive comments for this podcast and listen in next week to learn more ways to live your best post-op life.